Dave, it seems as though life is returning to some semblance of normalcy here. And what it a beautiful is, yeah. noise. What a beautiful noise. Like the the bells of spring ringing in the new the new era of 2021. Um yeah, I mean it's hot out, but it's nice out. You know, it's I mean it's might might rain a little bit this weekend, but it's supposed to be a a pretty good uh bit of weather coming up here and it's finally starting to feel like uh you can open the doors a little bit, you know what I mean? It, it feels like we can finally kind of get our hopes up, whereas before it was like we were heavily guarding ourselves. Like, mm. oh, man, we think we're going to be ready now, but we really don't want to get our hopes up. Now we actually have the end of, end of the of the pandemic in sight, supposedly. So uh, I know Massachusetts, I don't know about Rhode Island, but Massachusetts, May 29th, all the, all the guidelines are removed. Yeah, I, I don't know what the, the official word is for Rhode Island. I can't remember. I think it's around the same time. Uh, I think it, I don't know if it's the mask mandate or all all uh, protocols, but yeah, I mean it looks like we're we're getting towards the uh, the end of it here. And if you still haven't gotten your vaccine, you should go out and do that. Um, but yeah, and, yeah, and I and I guess uh, you probably won't be as tight now now that you got your new job. Congratulations! Oh, thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. Uh, it's it's not it's a great gig. I'm very happy about it. And, uh, the, the best part is I can still host Jeopardy full time if they call me, which, uh, I'm still waiting. Phones not ringing off the hook here. I'm waiting. I mean, I mean, I mean, to be honest, Dr. Oz was on there. So like, I feel like you're already not the last candidate. That's I honestly, I'm insulted that Dr. Oz has been called, but I haven't been. And Quite frankly, look, am I let down? Yes. Do I think I'm a better candidate than him? Yes. Um, <laughs> but you know what? There, I'm not going to get it over LeVar, LeVar Burton or Aaron Rodgers, but I feel like to think I'm better than half the candidates, I, I would think. I mean, let me ask you this, Dave. Do any of the other candidates write their own questions? That's probably a no. That's probably a no. You're a one-man band. I really am. Like, I could be like, you know what? You know, you could streamline this entire operation. Just use me, right? I'll write all the questions. I'll put everything together. I'll be my own voice and I'll be my own vo- voiceover guy. Like, I'll do everything. I'll do everything. And then... You're, you're, <laughs> you're sort of like the guy that, that plays, like, at the one-man wedding bands. Like, he goes up and he has, like, the accordion, the harmonica. Yeah. He has the cymbals. Like, he just has everything tied to him. Yes. He used it all himself. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, but yes, very excited about the new job. Uh, got going this week. It's great. Got a great team, great environment. So looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward, Dave, to this beautiful summer we have coming up here in New England. We all know that the New England winters make the New England summers, well, the other way around. New England summers make New England winters worth it um, and vice versa. And it's going to be some gorgeous weather this summer. Uh, I'm hoping God only knows could be a thousand degrees every day. Who knows? But with, uh, with protocols being lifted with normalcy returning, that means of course, movie theaters, uh, what's left of them will be reopening, which, uh, is great because there's still, you know, some ones in my area, more obviously in your area, living in mass, a little bit of a bigger state, um, obviously. So we're going to run through kind of the, the schedule coming up here in the summer. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what our, what our plan is today, Dave. It's, you know, it's our wheelhouse talking about movies, getting, you know, getting back into the theater. I mean, I have not had movie theater popcorn in like 15 months and it's just been devastating. It's been crazy, hasn't it? It's yeah. like, it's just like really, really bizarre to, to not be able to have that available to you. And, and I, t- I told you I was almost going to go this weekend to see Spiral didn't end up going uh, and probably won't end up seeing that in theaters because <laughs> it seems like it seems like the show times are kind of running down already. And uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to see that. So I'm, I'm probably not going to end up seeing that. And then uh, Quiet Place Part 2 I know looks pretty good as far as yeah. me wanting to see it. But Well, don't um, don't spoil all the movies now, Dave. Um, it, it just feels like, honestly, though, doesn't it feel like they're kind of like really, really slowly integrating them? Yeah, they are. Like, when you go through the list that we go that we're gonna eventually go through, yeah. 
like it's just very slow like slow drip like as far as each week what comes out and it's just like much different than it used to be obviously oh yeah we get down in september and we're getting some some legit releases every week you know june there's some pretty good weeks i mean we'll get through june i mean there's really june's gonna be a, a rough month of movies let's put it that way uh, especially for me because there's really nothing on this list uh, other than maybe one or two, they're really, uh, I still can't believe there's that uh, one of them is on here to begin with. But anyway, Dave, let's dive in here to the, by the way, a shout out to Dave who made this list. A uh, big thank you to Dave. He's got the Rotten Tomatoes links below it. He's got the dates, the movies, where they're premiering. So big ups to Dave. So let's start with a movie I have no intention of watching, and that is Army of the Dead, which releases on Netflix uh, this Friday, in fact. Um, yeah, I don't really care about this one. I know it's, like, horror-esque, so I'm sure you might check it out, especially if it's for free on Netflix. And I like Dave Bautista, but, yeah, I don't like more Zack Snyder than I do like, so I'm probably going to pass on this. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels weird to have Dave Bautista as kind of, like, the leading guy. He seems more of, like, a like a co-star rather than, like, the star. Yeah. Uh, it just it feels like a really weird movie. And I'm with you. I've, I've seen enough of Zack Snyder. I'm just, I don't really like his work that much. I don't think he's really that good of a director. But uh, maybe I'll check it out because it's free on, on Netflix. And let's be honest, the Netflix catalog of movies is really pathetic right now. So uh, who knows? Maybe I'll check it out. But I, I'm, it's not one I'm, like, clamoring for. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably, yeah, like I said, I almost certainly won't watch it. I really like zombie movies all that much. I like the old school ones, but... Really, other than Shaun of the Dead, I don't really like any of the new school uh, horror movies. Dave Cruella, a movie that nobody asked for. Um, going to on Disney Plus premiere if you want to pay 30 bucks for it for some God only knows reason. And it'll be in theaters. Um, God bless Emma Stone. I have absolutely no intention of seeing this at any point in the year. There's a 0% chance I will ever spend anything close to resembling any sort of financial income on this movie there won't be gift cards there won't be credit cards there won't be subscriptions there will be no amount of money spent towards my entertainment of this movie no no even when it gets to disney plus for free i'm not going to watch it so uh, yeah i still will pass by it and say oh wow they added it i haven't even watched the trailer i'm like i could not care i could not care less about this movie um, no one ever yeah. asked for it no Next up is A Quiet Place Part 2. This, by the way, Cruella is May 28th, if any of you are just clamoring for it. Uh, speaking of May 28th, is A Quiet Place Part 2. That was supposed to come out, like, right as the pandemic broke last year. So that was that was pushed a long time. And uh, in case you forgot, the trailer they just released reminds you it's only in theaters and then on Paramount+. Plus. Um, I will see this, but I'm still up in the air about when I'll see this, because I'm not seeing it first couple weeks it's out, which it might be gone in the theaters by the time I want to see it, but I would like to see it at some point. I'm looking at this as potentially a movie where I'm going to sign up for the free trial of Paramount Plus and watch it and then cancel Paramount Plus. <laughs> I'm looking at it as that kind of deal. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll go see it in theaters. It, it depends. Uh, it's just I'm waiting to go back and start my movie pass thing when – I see a rash of movies that I want to see, and I just don't see that many movies that I'm that interested in to end up being like, oh, I'm going to go start my movie pass. I think there's more months coming up later on in the year, in the back half of the year, that I'd be more interested in. But this this is probably like my top movie so far that, that I've seen um, on the list. But, it, I mean, it looks really good. And like you said, it was supposed to come out right before the pandemic. And it's funny because the people that, reviewed the movie and the critics obviously have the embargo you, you can't talk about it and that was that was still in play because it got delayed for a that's year right so people have seen it a year and a half that's right that's right i forgot about that yeah, yeah that makes sense that is that is funny that they couldn't talk about it for a year but they had already seen it. it's because it, like i said it was one of those movies that was supposed to come out like right as all this started so they delayed it like two weeks and it got delayed a full year plus uh, you know, these things happen, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see it at some point, but it's probably not my, uh, not at the top of my list, but Dave, this next one, I know you're very excited about, and that is The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, by the way, a, t a title so long, they don't even say it in the trailer on TV, uh, they just say The Conjuring, and I'm like, that is very misleading, because that movie's already come out, and it's very good, 
And people are going to be like, why is that getting re-released? Is it? And I don't remember this in The Conjuring at all, which is a good movie. I love The Conjuring. We talked about it at length during our 2010s horror movie draft last October. Um, I will say, I would like to see this movie at some point. Uh, it's on HBO Max, so I'll probably just watch it there. But you've seen the trailer, right? I have, yeah. I gotta say, I get a laugh every time Patrick Wilson's like, courts have acknowledged the existence of God their entire existence, or whatever, and he's like, it's about time they recognize the devil, and I'm like, alright, that's not gonna hold up in court. Like, I know I could just look up what happened in this case, but that would kind of ruin it, but at the same time, like, that's, that's not gonna hold up in court. Like, you could try to prove it, I guess, but... And I'm sure it has, you know, there's, it's history. You can go read about the case on Wikipedia or whatever you want. But, uh, yeah, so I'll probably still see it. I still actually haven't even seen the second Conjuring, to be frank. But uh, I, that's what, there's only three of them now, right? It's just this, these three? This will, be, this will be the third, yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen the second one. I've heard the second one's good. Um, maybe I'll have to watch it in preparation for, in preparation for the sequel. Like, I'm watching Age of Ultron. I need it. I need all the lore to line up. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch this. I'm excited for it. Um, unlike the spinoffs and the random ones that are attached to the Conjuring, like Annabelle series, um, and the Nun, the, this the ones with Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are usually pretty good. They're usually pretty on point and make sense and concise story, not like this rambling and horror, horror and debacle and. Um, so I'm definitely interested in this, and it's even better that it's on HBO Max. I'll probably watch it one of the first two or three days that it's out, maybe even the first day. Um, it's on June 4th, I think it is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks pretty good. I don't have any complaints on the trailer. I don't have any complaints on the cast or anything, and I'm, I'm ready to see it. I think that's the first movie I feel like where I'm really tied into it, but maybe that's because I can watch it at home. Yeah, I'm interested. It'll be good. Um, I think so. I mean, Patrick Wilson and Vera for me haven't exactly steered us wrong yet, even with the Annabelle movies, which I think they're in. I mean, they weren't in the nuns, so we can't blame that on them, right? Yeah, they were only in I think they're only in the Annabelle ones for like very short amount of time. Right. Very short amount of time. Right. So it's like uh I'm trying to think of a comparison here. It's like I'm trying to think it's like making I don't know, like an Aquaman movie and, like, Superman shows up for, like, three minutes. It's like, oh, yeah. my God, like, wow, the main character's here. And then, like, oh, nope, they're gone. Something it's sort like of that. like uh, Iron Man and Spider-Man movies. Yeah, kind of. It is, except Spider-Man movies are way better than the Annabelle movies, I'm guessing. <laughs> except Spider-Man movies are very good. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you put Vivo, some sort of animated musical. I have never heard of this. Uh, what is this? What? I, it's some sort of animated musical. That's really all I know about. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, don't know I, about it. Honestly, I gathered I'm that. Not interested. Uh, an animated musical adventure that follows Vivo, a mu- musically gifted kinkajou, aka a rainforest honey bear. Always great when you have to define what animal is the main character. Uh, who must find his way from Havana to Miami in order to deliver a song to his cherished owner's long lost love. So it sounds like Coco with like it sounds like a, like a sad story like Coco or something because there's an old man here. Uh, it's a Sony movie. Oh, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, Zoe Saldana's in it? Brian Terry. Jesus, it's a really big cast. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm probably just not going to watch it. But it's, uh, it definitely has me more interested than I was when I saw it on the sheet. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'll go one step further than you. I have no interest in watching this. Okay, that's that's fair. I mean, I really don't either but um i was more interested than i was when i first saw it let's put it that way um in the heights speaking of movies that dave has no interest in watching um this is a adaptation an adaptation of the broadway musical of course of the same name by lin-manuel veranda so we'll kind of put him on the map he wrote it when he was like 28 so yeah that'll make you feel inadequate um drops on hbo max and in theaters june 11th so I'll spare Dave even having to talk about this because I don't. Uh, Dave, can you even tell me what this is about? Um, I yes. remember the trailer. People were dancing. But Good. That's it. Yes, that is true. It's usually what happens in, in musicals. Um, <laughs> they uh, were dancing. It's about. It's a musical that takes place in Washington Heights, um, in New York, and it's written by Lamel Miranda. Uh, Anthony Ramos, who was in Hamilton, is starring in it. Stephanie Beatrice from Brooklyn Nine Nine is in it. 
what's his name? Oh my god, why can't I think of his name? Um, Corey Hawkins. No, what? Uh, Jimmy Smith. I think it's. Jim, well, you say Latroy oh, Hawkins? Yeah. Do you say Latroy Hawkins? No, Corey Hawkins. Okay, I was gonna say. I was like, did you say like Hall of Fame ballot reliever Latroy Hawkins is in this movie? I don't think so. Um. Anyway. Yes. Uh, in the Heights. I'm very excited for it. I will be watching this. Not the like the first night it's on HBO Max, but I'll definitely watch it. Um, I was excited for it last year when it was announced. Then it got delayed. I could just say then it got delayed for everything on this list. But um, Dave, I'm assuming you have nothing to add here. Um. Yeah. This is gonna be a no for me. Yeah. Fantastic. I thought so. Um. All right. Speaking of, this is gonna be a no for me. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Heard the trailer was terrible, so I didn't even bother with it trailer was an abomination it was pathetic it was sad um we'll see how much action is in it that's usually kind of like the saving grace with this movie but uh the first one wasn't bad this one looks really really dumb uh pretty good cast but uh this is one like if i had my amc pass i'd go but i'm definitely not going out of my way to see this this looks like shit this is a like, first of all, the title is terrible. Like, anytime you have two possessives in the title, it's not really going to work out well. So, it just doesn't really roll off the tongue. I really have no interest in it, to be frank. I didn't watch the trailer, like I said. I know you said you watched the trailer. didn't exactly give a ringing endorsement of it. Um, so, I'm going to take a hard pass on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to pass on this. Oh, please. You'll have your AMC stub rewards gold member card back, and you'll be in. I'll be like, hey, Dave, what are you up to? They like, oh, I'm seeing the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. No, I'm definitely, I definitely don't think so. Because this this month, I really only see one movie I'd see outside that I'd want to see in theaters. And Hold then on. I can just wait on that. Hold on a second. I think there's another one we're going to get to that you would love to see in theaters. Um, It won't be Luca, well, though. Because oh, no. The one we're going to get the one we're gonna the one we're gonna get to is the one that i would say oh okay all right um so luca apparently it's caused quite a stir over at the disney plus headquarters or not disney plus headquarters disney headquarters uh because all the people who work so hard in this movie for it to be released in theaters are now disappointed to know it's just going right to disney plus um i know nothing about this movie and i'll tell you right now i still haven't seen soul so i'm probably not going to be rushing to see luca you didn't see Soul? Nah, I still haven't seen it yet. Wow. Yeah. That's, I'm surprised. I know, I know. I was like, oh, Emily, we'll watch it next Soul weekend. And really then good. Next weekend turned into half a year. <laughs> Soul is really good. I know, I heard it was really good. I know, I know. Uh, but I, I just think it's ridiculous that all, like, all these people are so bent out of shape about going to, about going to Disney+. Plus. Like, it's just to me, the people that work behind the scenes... I don't think most of them get endorsement or get uh, incentives based on how the movie does. I think that's only the cast. So like, and the, maybe like the director and the producer, but like these people supposedly like make art for people enjoy. Like, why are we getting all mad that it's going to Disney plus? Like you're going to get more families seeing this movie now. Yeah. I do get I, where they're coming from though, because you know, you want to, if you have kids or something, you want to show them on the big screen. Cause I'm sure that's, movie looks better on the big screen with all of its, you know, uh, you know, CGI and I'm sure how great it looks, the animation. So I get it. Um, but you are right to an extent, you know, more people will see it because they can just put it on Disney plus. They don't have to worry about going to the theater. So, um, yeah. Um, sorry. I got distracted by a truly God awful swing by Raphael Devers. Um, anyway, Peter rabbit Two: the runaway. This is the movie Dave was talking about. It'll be their opening weekend for this one. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I know you can't. You're very excited for Peter Rabbit. Big Peter Rabbit guy. Uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously, we're joking. This I can't believe they're making a second one, to be honest with you. Um, let's. Oh, apparently it already has some reviews. The embargo has been lifted, Dave, uh, for Peter Rabbit 2. An enjoyable, silly, and self-aware sequel, Peter Rabbit 2 the Runaway should leave fans of the original feeling hoppy. That's fantastic. Uh... B, Thomas and the Rabbits have created a makeshift family, but despite his best efforts, Peter can't seem to shake his mischievous reputation. Adventuring out of the garden, Peter finds himself in a world where his mischief is appreciated, but when his family risks everything to come looking for him, Peter must figure out what kind of bunny he wants to be. I just, I can't even believe I read that, to be honest with you. I, I thought it would only be like a couple, like a sentence, and it was uh, much longer than that. 
Uh, apparently, Rose Byrne and Margot Robbie are in this. Uh, I know James Corden is the voice of the Godforsaken Rabbit. Um, oh, Margot Robbie's a voice in this movie. I'm sorry, uh, she's not in the movie. But I think we, I think Dave, that we have spent enough time on this movie. Yeah, I have nothing to add on this. And so far, for people keeping track, uh, the ones that we have ratings for so far from Rotten Tomatoes, A Quiet Place has the highest rating at 89. percent Which for a horror sequel, very good. That's a very good number. That's going to come way down, though, once they get yeah. the, the negative reviews. Even if it gets into the 70s, that's like A-plus for a horror sequel. If I if I had to guess, I would say it's in the low 70s, high 60s by the end. I could see that. That's, again... Which is it's still very good, for especially for a sequel to a horror movie. All right, Dave. All jokes aside, Fast and Furious 9, or F9, um, everybody's favorite keyboard there. command, because I'm not really sure what it does. Um... Dave, I'll let you wax poetic about this one because I have no interest in these movies, but I'm assuming you will be seeing this. I uh, I will 100% be there to see this. Uh, the movie is probably going to be an absolute dumpster fire as far as script and cast, uh, but what it will have is some insanely awesome action scenes, some great car chases, some ridiculous battles where Vin Diesel probably picks up a piece of cement with his bare hands. Uh, probably rips the road apart or something. I don't know. Maybe carries a plane. I don't know what he does. But yeah, we're getting to the point where, the, be- where like, because, uh, the, wait, The Rock's not in this one. So Vin Diesel or John Cena will do something absurdly, like, masculine. They'll be like, they'll, like, rip a helicopter in half or, like, pull a leg off or, like, whip, a, like, a whirring blade, like, right off the helicopter. Like, they'll do something oh, yeah. stupid like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll enjoy every second of it, of course, because... Right. I'll be there. Um, it's probably going to, it already is at 60%, not a good sign uh, because it's still so far away. That means the negative reviews haven't really even come in yet. This looks to be like it might be, end up being in like the 40% range. I don't know. Somet- sometimes the movies surprise you and the, and the reviews come in and it goes up, but most of the time it goes down. So it doesn't look like this will be certified fresh. No. What a surprise. Just devastating. First movie since, I think, Fast 4 that wasn't certified fresh. I uh, I don't know how I'll be able to sleep tonight. Um, closing out June, Dave, is Zola, which, uh, are you familiar yeah. with this movie at all? I am not at all. It is, I am not kidding you, it is based off of a Twitter thread. Yes, that so is... So we can skip this one. Yes, well, you put it on the list, sir. I, I put it on the list just because I went down the list that I was given. Even crazier, it is at 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Zola captures the stranger-than-fiction appeal of the viral Twitter thread that inspired it and announces director co-writer Janixa Bravo as a filmmaker to watch. Uh, so it's pretty much just this crazy Twitter thread story that's told as a movie. Um, yeah, so... I'm, it sounds like it's good, but I hate to inform you, I'm probably still not going to see this. Um, especially if it's only in theaters. I mean, yeah, that's not going to happen. So, uh, yeah, let's just, uh, move past that. The Forever Purge. What do you got? <laughs> I got nothing. So what do you got? <laughs> this, this movie looks so bad. I, I remember, which I mean, we should expect, but I remember last year, when it was on the it was on the schedule and like there was no news about it and it was like gonna come out in like a week. We hadn't seen a trailer, we hadn't seen a teaser. And it was like due to come out in a week and like, oh yeah, we're not we're not gonna release that. Oh, color me shop. I had no idea. Uh, but it's it looks literally like maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But but I will watch. There is a formula that we know Blumhouse uses when they make these movies. They're low budget they are god-awful, they make a little money, so they end end up, like, tripling or quadrupling their budget, and then you wash, rinse, repeat, all that good stuff. Like, it's pretty much the same formula every time around. People still see it, because there's a market for this, and one of the markets you're looking at, uh, actually, I'm looking at one of the markets for this. People can't see Dave, but he'll still see it. Don't worry about that. Um, It is the only only show in town that weekend, Dave. July 2nd. (laughs) Yeah, that will uh, uh, that'll be about a week before our next movie, which is probably going to be 
Uh, I'm trying to think of what do you think the box office will be from the next one to, to Forever Purge? Forever Purge oh, is God. probably what half of that. A quarter? It will. Oh my God, no! If so, the next movie is Black Widow, which is dropping in theaters and on Disney premiere July 9th. Um, yeah. So even in with, with theaters getting back to normal, I feel like Black Widow is s- still gonna do really well. We're talking. I'm talking probably like ten times what the Forever Purge makes. Um, maybe more. I mean, it, it may be tempered a little bit because of um, people still being a little afraid to go back. But this is the first movie on the list that I can tell you straight up I'm very excited to see. Because we've been waiting over a year for this to come out. So, yeah. I mean, if there's anything that's been an opening weekend movie so far, it's this one. My question is, do more people want to see this movie in theaters? Or are they just going to like get a bunch of people and rent it on Disney Plus? They could do that. That's true. Because I feel like for $30, like a lot of people will be like, you know, we can we can spend that extra money that we would have spent at the theaters and we just get six people. Everyone pays five bucks. We order pizza and we hang out. Don't have to go anywhere. Whereas go like to a, theaters, everyone pays $18. It's like a pay-per-view fight. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's, it's probably going to hamper the theaters a little bit, especially... I think July 9th is still kind of early for people that start heading back. I don't think people will quite feel safe yet. I think you're I think you're getting to the point where people are starting to feel safe, but you are correct. It's definitely not um, an ideal situation quite yet. But we're excited for this one. I mean, we'll definitely do an episode about it. I mean, it's the first MCU movie since... Is it Far From Home? That's the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you're talking pretty much two years to the day that the last... MCU movie came out. Obviously, we've had WandaVision, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, and by this time, Loki will have premiered. Uh, almost be done, probably. At least halfway through the run. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. The trailers have looked good. The spots have looked good. The cast is pretty solid. So, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm, we're, we're definitely going to see it. We'll definitely do an episode. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah. This, I mean, it looks, it looks really good. It does. It does. So I'll tell you what makes Crossing State Lines a unique podcast. There is no other podcast doing a movie preview for the year that would ever put Escape Room 2 on the list. Um, That's because I work with Dave here, and Dave is the biggest horror fan I've ever met. And I could not tell you how little interest I have in Escape Room 2. I didn't see a first Escape Room. Uh, You said it wasn't that bad, but I, I really could not express to you how much desire I have not to see this movie. My sincerest apologies. <laughs> I personally, if I wasn't so obsessed with horror movies, I wouldn't want to see this. But alas, I, I see every horror movie basically. So, um, But I mean, the first Escape Room wasn't really good, but it was better than I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like steaming pile and it wasn't quite steaming pile. It was like lukewarm pile. Um, so I would, I would say, like, I mean, this movie's still going to make a lot of money because it's just, like, the type of movie that it is. It's like a thriller. People like escape rooms. It's kind of like a hot thing right now. So I think I think this is still gearing towards probably 60, 70 million at least profit mm. uh, by the time it's all said and done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm, like I said, I am definitely not seeing it. But it is uh, one of the only shows in town that weekend, which is also the weekend Space Jam A New Legacy comes out. And uh, Dave, who are we kidding? We'll probably do an episode about this. Um, yeah, uh, LeBron James is in it. Don Cheadle's in it. Damian Lillard's in it. A bunch of guys are in it. It looks like an absolute fever dream. And I don't think it's going to be that bad. It's not going to be good. Don't get me wrong. It's not, not going to be a good movie. But LeBron's definitely a better actor than Michael Jordan ever was. And he at least gets to act against, like, what doesn't look like the cheapest green screen they could find in the lot. So that he's got that going for him, at least. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think LeBron's a pretty good actor. Like, I think he has a career for him outside of basketball being in movies. He's not bad. Like, when he was in training... When he was in Trainwreck, he was really good in that movie. I was very surprised. Probably the best part of that movie. He was, and Bill Hader was in it, and I like Bill Hader a Mm. lot. Um, But, I mean, this movie, I mean, let's be honest. Most of us will see it because of nostalgia, 
from liking the first one, like, oh my god, I have to like see it just because I like the first one a lot and it's such a good childhood memory. This is still going to be a bad movie, but I'm just curious to see how they do it. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes and what work they did with it because from what I saw, like with the logo and like the early release teaser kind of thing, where it's like the title pops up, the, it looked pretty bad. So I'm hoping that creative direction was more invested in for the movie rather than like the title and the graphics. Yeah, you have a lot of faith in, uh, in people, my friend. Um, anyway, moving on to Hotel Transylvania, Transformania, which is a very confusing title. Um, I will not be seeing this, but I'm sure I'll see it in snippets on the TV at my niece's house. That's really all I got to say about it. I can't believe they've made four of them, honestly. This is destined to live on, like, FX forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, already all the Hotel Transylvania movies are on FX, but honestly, good for Adam Sandler for getting this little franchise together. But, uh, uh, the first two aren't, aren't bad. I have not seen the third one even though my nieces loved it, but uh, I will also not be seeing this one. So there's that. You beat me because I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, well, you don't have any nieces um, that adore it. So uh, I will say this. I would probably much rather watch that than Old, which is the new M. Night Shyamalan movie coming out the same weekend, July 23rd. No, I have no int- I mean, I saw the trailer for this. What was it? Was it during the Super Bowl this came out? Yep. Yeah. So, what a waste of money. Um, it first of all, the title's terrible. Second of all, it is an idea that's been done many times. I mean, I tweeted the night of. I was like, "This is an X Files episode. Like, this is an episode of the X Files. Like, it actually happens on the X Files. Like, and I'm gonna guarantee you that episode of the X Files is better than this movie." Yeah, this movie. I don't really. I think M Night Shyamalan is one of the most overrated directors of all time. Um, but I don't know. I'll probably see it depending on how I feel at that moment. But it's going to be a tough watch. This looks like it's going to absolutely blow. Oh, don't worry about it being a tough watch because I will not be watching it to begin with. Um, the Green Knight. This actually looks interesting. Um, this is with, I believe, Dev Patel, if I'm not mistaken. Or am I yeah, thinking of the wrong Dev movie? Patel. Okay, it's Dev, Dev Patel. Dev Patel's dead too. Yeah, Dev Patel's awesome. Um... It is, yeah, Sir Gawain. It's a King Arthur story. It sounds pretty interesting. Um, I will catch it at some point. I'm probably, I'm definitely not going to see it in theaters, but it looks really cool. And it's about time, like, that they did something cool with, like, the King Arthur story. Like, it looks pretty badass. Like, King Arthur stories are so overdone and so, it's just so overwrought. But this actually looks pretty good. I mean, Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, Joel Edgerton. uh, That's a pretty good cast right there. So, um... In theaters, probably not, but I will catch this at some point. Yeah, I I think I'll watch it. Again, like you, probably not in theaters, but it looks pretty good, so I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Jungle Cruise, theaters and Disney Plus premiere. I'm all set with Jungle Cruise. I've seen the trailer like three times because they pushed it like three times. Um, the Rock and Emily Blunt get into crazy situations. That's fantastic. I'm not going to see it. I've already seen Welcome to the Jungle. I don't need to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson be, you know, a fish out of water again. It's I'm all set. Thanks. I think this is the stupidest movie we have on the list. That's where I stand on this. Wow. And you're the same person that put Peter Rabbit 2 on the list. Like, this, this might be the dumbest idea we've ever seen. Like, there's no reason to make a movie about Jungle Cruise. There's zero reason. And the only reason this movie will ever get even one eye, one set of eyeballs is because Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt are attached to it. Yes, that's uh, pretty much the best way I could say it. I couldn't say it better myself. Um, and the last movie of the July 2021 is Stillwater, which is a Matt Damon movie. Secrets run deep. What an incredible slogan. An American oil rig roughneck travels to Marseille, France to visit his estranged daughter in prison for a murder she didn't claim she didn't commit. Confronted with language barriers, cultural differences, and a complicated legal system, he soon builds build a new life for himself as he makes it his personal, personal mission to exonerate her. Uh, oh my god, Abigail Breslin's in this movie. Wow. Um, it's pretty much I just, think this actually may not be bad. I don't think it's going to be bad. I mean, Matt Damon usually picks his spots pretty well. 
Um, again, will I be seeing it immediately? Absolutely not. But if it's like it's one of those movies that if it's on FX or something and I'll catch it, I'll probably watch it. I, I think I'm going to end up seeing this because I really like Matt Damon a lot. But um, when I first heard about it, I, I actually thought it looked not that bad. The trailer looks okay. Uh, is it going to be like award winning? Probably not. Is it going to be really good? Probably not. But uh, it, it looks like something that could be really interesting, like when it hits HBO or when it hits Showtime or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we start getting more more clips of it. Maybe I'll rent it when it comes out like for $5 or something. But it looks pretty interesting. Let's put it this way. Um, great. Sorry, watching the Red Sox again. I'm sure people will be thrilled to be listening to this. And the thrill got away. Fantastic. Um, this is one of those movies that I'll go over to my parents' house and, like, my dad will be working out in the side room and I'll be like, oh, what movie? Like, a movie that's on, like, way too loud. And I'll be like, Dad, what movie are you watching? It's like, oh, I'm watching the Stillwater movie. It's got Matt Damon and that girl from Little Miss Sunshine. So, like, oh, yeah, no, I've heard of it. Yep. So... That's one of those movies. But, uh, yeah, I'll probably catch it if I can. I'm not going to go out of my way, but I'll see it. All right, Dave, we got a couple of good ones here in August. A couple of good ones. Let's start off with, I think, what might might be the best one, uh, and that is The Suicide Squad. Not to correct you on the sheet here, but that is The Suicide Squad. Uh, theaters and HBO Max, August 6th. Uh, if this movie was only in theaters, I would definitely go see it in theaters. But since it's on HBO Max, I'll probably just watch it at home. This movie looks awesome. It looks legitimately great. James Gunn looks like he's going to knock this out of the park. Yeah, I would see this movie if it was on Mars. I would see it. <laughs> this looks really good. Yeah. It, like, it just, to me, this looks like this could be the winner of, at this point in August, I think everyone's going to be back. And if it wasn't on HBO Max, it's the kind of movie that would everyone would go flock to see. Yeah. Um, I think you're right about that. I mean, it, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see you know, how how everything goes in early August and how, you know, how anxious people are to get back. But if, you know, if they're feeling up to it and they want to go see this in theaters, definitely a theater movie. I mean, I'll be psyched to see it in theaters if I feel up to it. Um, all the characters look great. King Shark looks awesome. You know, Harley Quinn's great. Rick Flagg. They, they have a lot of, a lot of good characters in there. It's going to be interesting because the plot's still pretty thin. Um, we've seen some of the stuff, but um, it just looks like it's going to be a, a fun movie to watch, and Suicide Squad was the farthest thing from that. So uh, I'm excited for this one. Very excited for it. Um, next up is Free Guy, which uh, I don't really have any interest in seeing this. It, the trailer looks okay, um, but again, I'm not going to go to the theaters to see Free Guy. Like I like Ryan Reynolds. I like um, Jodie Comer. I like is it, uh, Taika Waititi's in this, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Like, I like all those people, all those actors, but I'm probably not going to put my, my money down for a ticket for this. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn on this. I didn't think the trailer looked that good. I mean, I, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt because it's Ryan Reynolds, but uh, I did that with Green Lantern, too, and it kind of screwed me. So we'll we'll see how it goes in general, but this this looks like mostly a no for me. Yeah. Uh, next up, Dave, same weekend, is Respect, the Aretha Franklin biopic starring Jennifer Hudson. Also got Forrest Whitaker, Marlon Wayans, Audra McDonald, Mark Marin, Titus Burgess. So a lot of people in this, I mean, I this is one of those movies that I look at and I'm like, I don't see a way this will be bad. Like Jennifer Hudson, she's pretty good at what she does. She was great in Dreamgirls. I mean, you have Forrest Whitaker, you have Marlon Wayans, Mark Marin, Titus Burr. Like, you have a great cast, I think, for what you're trying to do. Seems like it'll pre- be a pretty good blend of serious and, you know, some comedy mixed in there with Mark Marin and Titus Burgess. But, um, again, I'm probably not, if this was, like, an HBO Max movie, I probably would watch it. But uh, I'll try to catch it at some point, but I probably won't go to the theaters to see it. Unless it gets, like, a lot of Oscar hype or something. Like, maybe I'll maybe I'll go and see it then. But uh, it's I'm definitely interested in it. Yeah, I don't know if I'll see it. I'm not really into music biopics. Maybe I will, though, because it has a really good cast. Well, Dave, after a brief but furious encounter with a moth in my dining room, we are back. There was a bit of a delay. Uh, Nobody will know that because this audio just picks up right here. Um, But For the record, to all the people listening, I said to leave it in. Yes, Dave did say to leave it in, but I feel like we would have lost the listeners uh, about halfway through me dragging the step stool over here. Um, anyway, let's, let's get back to Candyman, 
I say get back to because you don't hear anything about what we discussed about Candyman because halfway through it, I said there's a moth in this room, and then I was like, I'm killing it. So, and I didn't even kill it. Emily had to kill it because I tried three times and the thing just wouldn't die. Anyway, uh, Candyman, Dave. Very excited for this one. Nia DaCosta, Jordan Peele producing. She's, uh, Nia DaCosta's directing. Yaya Abdul-Mateen is, uh, in, starring in the movie. Tony Todd's back. So it'll be really good. I'm very excited for this movie. I think this has a chance to be one of the best movies that I'll see in theaters this year, other than MCU movies. Um... I think that it's a it's a remake that I thought probably should have happened a little while ago, but I'm glad that they waited for the right opportunity, uh, especially when we've seen some of the remakes of other movies. But, I mean, yeah, I, I think this looks really, really good. The trailer is really, really promising. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it, too. It's, I think it's going to be really good. I mean, you know, horror reboots are iffy sometimes, but I feel like... <clears throat> with the people in charge of this one, I don't see how it could be that bad. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then we have The Beatles Get Back, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is... Yeah, it's a documentary uh, by Peter Jackson. That's right. Um, never before seen extensive footage about, you know, the Let Be recording sessions. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is kind yes. of... A, I'll definitely see it. I probably won't go to the theaters to see it, but it's fascinating to me. Yeah, I'll pass on this. <laughs> Dave's like, I'm all set. If it's yeah, anything, anything music-related, Dave is all set. Um, no more. Moving into uh, September, we have Cinderella on Amazon Prime. Uh, I believe, is this the Cinderella with... Hold on here. Camila Cabello. It is Camila Cabello. Okay, Adina, Adina Menzel, Billy Porter, interesting cast, Minnie Driver, Pierce Brosnan. Um yeah. Yeah, Dave's not seeing this. I'll probably end up having to see it um, because Emily's a big Cinderella fan. So we'll probably watch it, but uh, I will not be happy. Did you see? I'm sorry, did you see Spiral's uh, reviews on Rotten Tomatoes? It's at like, what, 30%? 37. Oh, okay. Uh, 37-75 split, as a lot of horror movies end up being. But if, if it stays in the 70s for the audience, mm. they'll make another one. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's good That's good enough to make another one. Dave, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings comes out September 3rd. Uh, this is theaters only, and you bet your ass I'll be in that theater. I'm all in on this one, yeah. Yeah. This 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 might be a uh, Dave Comes Down for this one movie. <laughs> yeah, this might be a group, uh, group expenditure towards the theater. Yeah, we'll see about group, because I don't... I mean, Brandon did see uh, Captain Marvel with me and had no idea what was going on. But, I mean, hey, I think he could get into it. It's pretty... It's a, it's a standalone movie, so I think he could, could get into it. Um, kind of like Captain Marvel was. But this movie looks sick. The trailer looks incredible. It's really a different direction than anything else the MCU has done. Giving the Mandarin his just due as a real villain instead of that Ben Kingsley disaster in uh, Iron Man 3. But very much looking forward to this. This might be the movie I'm looking forward to most this year. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. I thought it, it looked really good from the trailer. Uh, cast looks really good. Uh, it's really cool that it's an Asian-led film. Like you said, the Mandarin is finally going to actually be a real villain, not some chicken wing eating like bum on the couch. <laughs> um, but I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be one of the better movies of the year. Also in September, Dave, we have Reminiscence, which is a Hugh Jackman-led movie. The synopsis, Nick Bannister, a private investigator of the mind, nav I, I already hate this movie, navigates the darkly alluring world of the past by helping his clients access lost memories. Living on the fringes of the sunken Miami coast, his life is forever changed when he takes on a new client, May, played by Rebecca Ferguson. A simple matter of lost and found becomes a dangerous obsession as Bannister fights, fights to find the truth about May's disappearance. He uncovers a violent conspiracy theory and must ultimately answer the question, how far would you go to hold on to the ones you love? Pass. All set. It's on HBO Max, too. Still all set. I'm still all set as well. Yeah, I'm not going to watch all, that. I'm all out of it. It sounds like the biggest cliche ever. Um, all right. The Card Counter, starring Oscar Wilde, Tiffany Haddish, Ty Sheridan, and Willem Dafoe. Uh, Tell, his name is Tell, Oscar Isaac just wants to play cards. His Spartan experience on the casino trail is shattered when he is approached by Cirque, 
Ty Sheridan, a vulnerable and angry young man seeking to help seeking help to execute his plan for revenge on a military colonel, played by Willem Dafoe, as if there was any sort of mystery behind that, Tell sees a chance at redemption through his relationship with Cirque, but keeping Cirque on the straight and narrow proves impossible, dragging Tell back into the darkness of his past. Uh, I'm more interested than I was in Reminiscence, but I'm probably still not going to see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass on this one. The other one I'd be more likely to see because it's on HBO Max. Yeah. This one not on HBO Max, all I would. Uh, this next one's called Malignant. It apparently comes out September 10th, uh, and you know it's going to be great, Dave, because the plot says plot to be determined. So that's good. That sounds terrifying to me. That sounds scarier than anything. That's... I mean, honestly, you have no idea. It could be, you could go in, it could be Teletubbies, or you could go in and have it just be a giant lion eating the seats. Uh, you never we, know. We got Annabelle Wallace, McKenna Grace, Marina Mazepa, Ingrid Bisu, Jake Abel, Maddie Hassan. A lot of people I really have, I've heard of McKenna Grace. She's in some movie. She was like a little girl in some movie. I can't remember what it was. Um, I guess I could just click on her profile here. Let's see. She was in, oh, she was in that gifted movie. She was in Itania. Movie I'm thinking of here. Oh, Troop she, Zero. She that was the one. She was in Troop. She could have been in any movie. This Troop. movie looks like poop to me. So That's that's also fair. She was in uh, Troop Zero. That was the one. I never saw it, but I was in Amazon Prime. Um, am I missing something here? Oh, she was in Captain Marvel. That's where I know her from. She was also in that Chris Evans movie, Gifted, apparently. Um, but yes, that is the long and short way of saying that I'm not going to see this. Um, I have no idea what it's about. I think it's a horror movie, just judging by the uh, the poster. It's a it's a horror thriller, yeah. Yeah, I'm all set. Uh, speaking of horror thrillers, Boss Baby Family Business. Um, and by horror, I mean horrible, because I'm not seeing this. Didn't you see the first Boss Baby? I kind of insulted Dave even put it on the list to begin with. But um, you know what? Just because Dave put it on the list to begin with, I feel like I need to punish him because he punished me. So I'm going to read the plot for this if it exists. Uh, in the sequel to DreamWorks Animation's Oscar Oscar nominated blockbuster comedy sweet Jesus the Templeton brothers Tim James Marsden of the they put James Marsden comma X-Men franchise is that really what he's best known for I mean I would have put Sonic (laughs) right Uh, (laughs) and his boss baby little bro Ted let's just remember James Marsden voices a character older than Alec Baldwin amazing have become adults and drift away from each other. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. What? So it's called Boss Baby, but he's not a baby anymore? I don't really know what's happening with this movie. Tim is now a married stay-at-home dad. Ted is a hedge fund CEO, but a new Boss Baby with a cutting-edge approach and a can-do attitude is about to bring them together again and inspire a new family business. What if I told you, Dave, that Jeff Goldblum is in the movie? I would say, wow, Jeff, I feel so sorry for you. Yeah, I would say, Jeff, I don't know what paycheck you got for this, but just give it back. It wasn't enough. Go it on. wasn't enough. Yeah, it's like when Patrick Stewart voiced the poop in the Emoji movie. Like, I don't know how much he was given for that, but man, that poor man. All right, Dave, just a couple more here. Venom Let There Be Carnage comes out September 24th. Um, I should also know, it's funny because I sent you the trailer and you were like, this actually looks pretty good. And I was like, yeah, I kind of like the trailer. And then I have not heard one single other good thing about the trailer. I, as soon as we talked about how it wasn't, it didn't look that bad. Yeah. On Twitter, literally yeah. every person yeah. I know that I like, that I yeah. listen to about movies, yeah. said they hated it. Yeah, I was getting annihilated on Twitter. And I'm like, all right, Mac, okay. Mac from Mac and Goo was like oh, yeah. very, very against it. Friend of the program, Mac, indeed, was very against it. He thought it was a joke. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. Uh, look. I didn't think it looked like Oscar worthy, but it looks brighter than the other show, other movie for sure. Um, and thank God they got rid of that hair, the wig that Woody Harrelson wore at the end. So um, look, it's not going to win an Oscar. Okay. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm still going to see it for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see it. And I, I get people being mad about the trailer or like, wow, this trailer sucks. But let's be honest. The first movie sucked. So like, what are we expecting here? Yes, yes. What are we expecting here is a very fair answer to, uh, very, very, very fair question, rather, to ask. Um, and the answer to that question, Dave, is uh, I don't know what people expect. It's a movie called Venom, Let There Be Carnage. 
there's going to be a lot of action, a lot of fighting. The only thing I would ask more for this movie is an R rating, which apparently we're not going to get. But I would ask that. That's the only thing I ask for at this point. The movies but, Let There Be Carnage, there should be an R rating. Yes. I think that if the word carnage is in your movie, you should probably have an R rating. Um, and the last movie here, I'll have nothing to offer. Uh, the Many Saints of Newark. This is the Soprano spinoff. Dave, I'll let you take this one. Uh, very excited for this one. I'm curious to see where they take it because Sopranos was a very good show. Uh, Tony Sopr- or James Gandolfini's son is playing a younger Tony Soprano, so that's kind of cool. Uh, it will be on HBO Max, so that's why I'm much more interested in it than I would normally be if it was in theaters. Um, I'm curious to see how it turns out, but uh, it's definitely not one of my top five movies I'm going to see this year, I would say. But in- I'm curious to see how it goes. All right, Dave, so let's... Let's just quickly here. What movie are you looking forward to the most of this list? From that list? Yes. Um, probably, it's, man, it's probably a tie between Suicide Squad and Shang-Chi. Yeah, I was about to say the exact same thing. I think Shang-Chi just a little bit more because of the MCU aspect of it, but I'm really looking forward to both those movies. Really looking forward to it. I mean, if there's a top four or five... Those two are the top two, and then there's Black Widow and Quiet Place, and I think that's the top four. Or actually, no, I take that back. Candyman, too. That's in there, too. That's true. I am looking forward to Candyman. Um, But I would still say, at the end of the day, my two favorites, or two that I'm looking forward to the most, are probably Shang-Chi and uh, The Suicide Squad. To really clarify, The Suicide Squad, not the re-release of Suicide Squad. Um, But anyway, Dave, that does it for our summer movie preview here on uh, Crossing State Lines. Where can the people find you you can find me on twitter at david underscore albiani nine figure deal exclusive to twitter uh i'm at jacob underscore morocco the podcast at cslpodcast.com cslpodcast uh at cslpodcast on twitter cslpodcast.com and uh we'll be back we have some trivia coming up later in the week seth rosenthal will be here i mean if you're listening on wednesday you'll be here tonight if you're listening later in the week look out for you know that that trivia um still figuring out what we got uh coming up in the next few weeks here dave uh some ideas we can get to here but uh we'll we'll discuss some off air so we keep the people in suspense uh but go like rate subscribe five star all that good stuff spotify itunes google podcast wherever you get your podcast and we will see you guys later in the week